everyone and welcome back. This week I want to talk about grief and the process of mourning. I recently went through this a few months ago and it's not talked about a lot, just the stages of grief, how different people grieve, and normalizing that. Mourning is such a unique experience for all of us and it doesn't come only from dealing with death or the death of a loved one. Mourning can also come from losing someone to an illness over time or the end of a close relationship or a big change in your life like a move. There's no list of valid reasons to grieve and everyone grieves differently. There are five stages of grief that are talked about in the mental health field and they are pretty commonly used. I don't think that stages of grief and the mourning process are restricted to these five stages, but I do believe that a lot of these stages, not all of them, but a lot of them happen for many people when they're going through the grieving process. And they don't come in any particular order. You can revisit them. You may experience them differently than others. But the five stages of grief are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And those are what I want to talk a little bit more about today. And I want to talk about this because understanding the stages of grief can really help you figure out where you are in your healing journey and to understand maybe where someone else may be at if you're watching someone you know or love struggle with losing someone or ending a really close relationship or going through a big change in their life like a move or getting fired from a job and having to kind of restart your life in a way. And through the like through all these processes, you may experience intense emotions or none at all. You might almost feel this numb feeling, but all feelings are valid and none are unusual in these circumstances. So the first stage of grief, denial. This may be the first response to loss for some people. It is a common defense mechanism because you may start to doubt the reality of the loss at first. I went through this recently, and this is definitely what I experienced at first. I was thinking things like, there's no way this is happening. The doctor's wrong. And after these thoughts, I went numb for a while. Everything in my life that once had meaning felt completely unimportant now, because life as you know it is changing through this experience, through this grief. And that can be hard to accept and move on from. This stage also allows you to process the news in your own time. Once the feelings surface over time, your healing journey may continue in other stages. Then there's the stage of anger. My anger was often directed at someone else I loved because I couldn't take it out on who I was losing because I felt at a loss for control of the situation. My intense feelings manifested into anger and frustration. I wanted so badly to change the situation, but I was powerless. And you may start to question, why is this happening to me? The important thing to know is underneath all of this anger is pain. That is the main emotion that you're experiencing. That's the main feeling is pain. And when you're dealing with such an intense feeling, you're going to experience a lot of emotions, a lot of ups and downs, and know that there's no right or wrong way to experience this situation. Then there's the stage of bargaining. This stage helps you hold on to hope. Hope that things will change. Hope that the diagnosis is wrong. Hope that you have more time. You may also start to think, if only I had done something differently to prevent this loss. And guilt has a way of creeping in so that you can try to regain some control, even if it's at your own expense. I went through this. 
I really started to kind of look inward of what could I have done differently? Could I have gone to the doctor sooner? Could I have helped in any way? And these thoughts and emotions aren't uncommon. And then there's the stage of depression. And this can come with a lot of intense emotions, a lot of intense feelings. This is a natural response to grief. And during this stage of depression, you start facing the reality of the loss that you've experienced. And it may lead you to feel intense sadness and feeling very overwhelmed. These feelings are temporary. And as overwhelming as it may feel at this point, this stage is a necessary part of your healing journey. Lastly, there is acceptance. This stage isn't about being okay with what happened, but it's about acknowledging the loss you've experienced in order to continue living. You may also feel like you accept the loss at times and then move to another stage of grief again. This back and forth between stages is natural and a part of the healing process. You may be fine one day and see something that reminds you of the loss and that may bring you back to a different stage. I've been through this with people. I've been through this with the loss of pets. You see something that reminds you of them or hear something and kind of brings you back to the point you maybe were at in the beginning of just remembering what it was like to have that person around and really feeling empty because of it. But in time, you may eventually find yourself at the stage of acceptance for long periods of time, not just short periods. And that doesn't mean you'll never feel sadness or anger again, but your long-term perspective about it and how you live with this reality will be different. There are many misconceptions about grieving that I've experienced too, like the feeling that you're doing it wrong, the thoughts of I should be feeling one way or it's taking too long. And I went through something for several months called anticipatory grief, so I knew it was coming, the loss. So I was kind of preparing myself and slowly grieving over time and going through all the stages and anger, frustration, bargaining, guilt, sadness, everything. But I also went back to when he passed, I was like, I feel like I should be feeling all of those intense feelings right now. But it was almost a relief because I knew that he was in pain and to know that that was gone, like I felt guilty for feeling those feelings, but I knew that he was no longer in pain. That helped me in a way. You may feel a desire to withdraw or isolate during the mourning process, but I really encourage you to find at least one person to reach out to for help. Don't suppress your feelings because you really need to feel everything in order to move forward. You need to feel those intense emotions, as uncomfortable as they may be. And not only are there different phases in the healing journey, but there's so many different types of grief too. How you grieve is going to look different than how someone else does. Some people I've lost have been sudden and some I was expecting it. And this is common when your loved one is facing a terminal illness. But all in all, grief is complicated. It comes in many forms. There are many different phases of the healing journey. And I really want to talk about coping skills when grieving because some of you may be wondering, how do I get through such a tragic loss? And what I really focused on when I was going through my grieving process and the stages of grief was reframing. I used it often. I remember the good memories and all of the time we got to share together. I wasn't disregarding the importance of the loss, but I was focusing on appreciating the good memories that we shared together. There is also spirituality, feeling connected to a higher purpose or having a sense of an afterlife. It can be really comforting. I'm really open about the fact that I am not a religious person, but I do want to believe that there is something after this life. Not being religious, death can be kind of difficult for me sometimes, and because of this, if you're in a similar boat as me, I make sure to really lean on my loved ones for support. And then I really used perspective focusing, so a big thing for me was understanding and acknowledging that they no longer had to suffer with their illness. 
And then problem solving with morning people still alive, you may be able to move to a new place or change your situation in some ways. And this may be a time for self-introspection. And coping skills aren't the same as self-care. During these difficult moments, I still recommend focusing on taking time to care for yourself. This can look different for many different people, but some big things for me is therapy. I recommend if you haven't started therapy to start, especially during tragic moments or situations that it's really hard to get through without the support of someone. And sometimes a mental health professional is just necessary. But sessions can focus on grief work, and this really, really helped me process my emotions. And then there's the obvious, like exercising, that is really helpful with stress, especially if you're going through a really stressful situation. Practicing relaxation techniques. I really like yoga, meditation. There's breathing exercises to calm your nervous system. Journaling. This is a great tool for processing your feelings and understanding your grief. I've often recommended to clients that they write a letter to their loved one or to the person that they're no longer in contact with. And then ask for support from anyone that you love and trust. Grief is a universal experience and it will become less intense with time. Developing coping skills may help you manage your emotions and work on healing. And if you are currently suffering a loss, I am here for you. Grief is one of the most challenging things we have to face in life and know that you don't have to experience it alone.